It is already December and you are looking to reduce your income tax bill in April as much as possible. What do you do? I'm going to discuss some of the best strategies available to reduce your taxable income for cash basis taxpayers. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I am a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. It is already December and you're looking to reduce your income tax bill in April as much as possible. But what can you do at this late date? I'm going to discuss some of the best strategies available to reduce taxable income for cash basis taxpayers. The reason that I stress cash basis taxpayers is that accrual basis taxpayers are by law required to pick up income when earned. In other words, when they provide a service or on the date a sale takes place and deduct expenses as incurred. Again, when a service is provided to them or an item is purchased. Cash basis taxpayers, on the other hand, pick up income as received and expenses when paid. These definitions give the taxpayer some flexibility and I'm going to explain how you can take advantage. The first strategy I'm discuss uh, has to do with delaying your invoicing. I myself operate my business on the cash basis. I generally send bills in the beginning of the month to my clients. In December, I delay sending my bills to at least the middle of the month. Most of my clients take a few weeks to pay their bills and many people are wrapped up in the holidays and may take even longer. This results in receiving more payments in January than in December. Remember, if you receive a payment in December, let's use for example December 15th, there's a concept in the law called constructive receipt, which requires you to include that income during 2019. You're not allowed to hold this and deposit it in January to avoid paying income tax on it. The second strategy has to do with prepaying expenses. The tax law allows you to prepay most expenses up to 12 months in advance. This means you can prepay rent, insurance, office supplies, professional memberships, maintenance contracts, or software licenses. Again, keep in mind, you can't prepay your rent for the next five years. You can only prepay rent, you know, again, for up to the next 12 months. Keep in mind, if you mail check on December 31st and they are not received by the company providing the maintenance or let's say by your landlord until January of 2020, then you would receive the deduction and they would not pick up income until next year. So if they are cash basis, if they are cash basis and you pay them and they receive it prior to the year end, then they will have to pick it up as income. So in other words, if you give them a check on December 15th, they would have to pick up the income. Again, that's the constructive receipt that I discussed when I talked about delaying invoicing. Please also keep in mind that if you prepay expenses this year, you obviously will not be able to take them again next year, although you may very well employ the same strategy next year. Company bonuses. Many companies give employee holiday bonuses. If this is something you are considering, make sure you do so before year end. This will give your company a deduction. There are some companies that give bonuses in January. 
This is generally done because some key employees would like to delay income tax on the bonus for another year. In other words, if you're paid a bonus in December of 2019, you have to pay the tax on that by April 15th of 2020. If you're paid that same bonus, let's say three weeks later in January of 2020, you don't actually have to put that on your tax return until April of 2021. So if you're an owner of an S corporation or an LLC being taxed as an S corporation, please coordinate with your tax professional to make sure that you have taken enough salary to maximize the 20% deduction allowed for self-employed business owners. I stress S corporation owners uh, because sole proprietors, partners and partnerships, members and LLCs that are taxed as partnerships and owners of rental real estate are not paid salaries. So again, if you're going to take a salary, keep in mind, you do want the deduction, but you also want to make sure that you're maximizing your 20% deduction under Section 199A, Qualified Business Deduction. All right. Fourth strategy I'm discuss is purchase machinery and equipment. Now, I never advocate that taxpayers spend money just to spend money. But if you are considering purchasing machinery or equipment the next few months, why not do it before you end and take the deduction? If you're considering a large purchase but need a little extra time to pay, consider using a credit card. I'm going to give you a little bit more on that in a minute. You must be careful when purchasing something like a passenger vehicle, which has depreciation limitations. You're allowed to purchase qualifying business trucks, vans, equipment, office furniture, and computers. Please keep in mind that depreciation does not begin until an item is placed in service. In other words, do not pay for a piece of equipment in December that you don't place in service until January because the deduction is based on not only when the item was purchased, but when it was placed in service. So that's a very important thing to keep in mind because usually when we're making purchases of machinery or equipment, it tends to involve larger dollar amounts. Okay, now the next strategy I'm going to discuss is credit cards. If you are a cash basis income taxpayer, then anything you charge on your credit card before January 1st will be considered an income tax deduction for this year. Do you recall me mentioning using your credit card to buy a little extra time to pay? Let me explain how that works. All right, this illustration is going to be how you can utilize your credit card to delay making a payment until next year while still receiving an income tax deduction this year. Let's say you purchase some computer equipment on your credit card on December 28th and place it in service before year end. Let's further assume that your billing cycle ends on January 15th for your credit card and you pay the bill on February 12th. In this example, you would be allowed the deduction in the current year although you didn't actually pay for it until February 12th, almost a month and a half later. Please be aware that depreciation does not begin until an item is placed in service as previously discussed. Uh, the sixth strategy I'm going to discuss, and maybe the one that can save um, the biggest amounts of money, are retirement plans. Now, I know I've discussed retirement plans many times in the past. First of all, this should be an indication that I really love retirement plans. They provide for your future and defer income tax. It's hard not to love them. Retirement plans offer an additional benefit, and that is sometimes they sometimes allow cash basis taxpayers to take an income tax deduction, even though payment is not made until next year. I say sometimes because certain deductions, for instance, a 401k salary reduction contribution, must be made by an employee before year end. There are many other types of retirement plans which may be funded after the year end. Some examples are IRAs, SEPs, and profit-sharing plans. I do want to caution business owners that many types of plans, although they do not require funding before year end, must be adopted before year end. It is because of this that I urge you to meet with a retirement specialist before year end. 
Please don't wait until the last week of the year between Christmas and New Year's. It's very difficult to do it then. But look at your options. It's very important. If you are someone looking for a plan that will allow you to put away more than the 19000 allowed by a 401 or 403B um, salary reduction or $25,000 if you're 50 years of age or older uh, or $56,000 allowed by a 401k or a SEP plan, there are plans out there that can do this. But again, you need to talk to a retirement specialist and make sure you do everything that's required before December 31st. Your options are severely hampered after December 31st. But again, even though a plan has to be adopted before January 1st of the next year, you may not have to fund it uh, for many months into 2020. Uh, this basically represents what I feel are the best last minute income tax strategies for cash basis taxpayers. Be careful that you don't fall into one of the traps I outlined. You certainly don't want to spend money with the belief you're going to get an re- income tax deduction only to find out that you didn't place an item in service on time or you're subject to a passenger vehicle depreciation limitation. Uh, and again, these aren't the only traps. I just wanted to mention a couple, you know, just to give a few examples. So I, I obviously no way claim that these are the only traps. And for these reasons, I urge you, as always, to consult with a tax professional well-versed in this area uh, when deciding your year-end strategies. Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.